what you have to have is proper modulation. Proper modulation. Welcome to episode 33 of But Enough About Us. 33. Welcome to 33. The Then and Now edition. With our spawn, right? We've invited our spawn. Yes, it is the spawn edition. Um, No, No, spawn is plural. Yeah. It's singular and I don't think spawn. Glenna, spawn spawn is plural, plural. isn't it? Yes. Yes. You don't like it? Sophia's giving it the big (laughs) thumbs down. Let's just call them our peeps. Our peeps. Hey, peeps. Welcome to the show. So we just thought it'd be nice to make a comparison between what goes on today and what went on years. Are you, Ted's crawling into bed. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) This is putting Ted to sleep, isn't it? Ted's like, I'm out of this. I'm just going to sit over here. It's been too long. It's already gone off the rails and we're 30 seconds in. Is it, uh, Ted, are you in the fetal position already? What's going, on? What's going on over there? Apparently we bored him. He's turning on a tablet. What's, I don't know what's happening. So we were just talking about how something as simple as how the Gen Zers communicate with one another versus what it was like for the Gen X teenagers. It is such a different world. I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun to look at some of the things that were okay back when we were teens, but really aren't so okay now. And things that are okay now, but really weren't so okay to do or say then. Just do some comparisons. Are you with me, everybody? We are here and we are ready to believe you. <laughs> that's, <Yes. laughs> what, that's what I need. <laughs> so, 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 so I, you know, when you first brought this up, I'm thinking to myself, we are so different than our children that literally we could go for hours talking about this, but JK... I don't know what, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to start start there with the JK thing, because this, this part for me Uh is, is a misuse. I don't know if you feel this, but do, uh, do Graham and Emmy, do they misuse that whole JK thing? Um, They don't actually say it out loud. Are you saying like something they would send to me via text or they would text you or they would say, maybe they would say just kidding when they really aren't. I'm so lame that I didn't even know what JK meant. (laughs) he's looking it up on this tablet right now when i was a teenager stuck in study hall i would tear out a sheet of note paper write a ridiculously long note fold it you know take me about 10 minutes to fold it perfectly you know into the tiniest cube that could exist and i would fling it over to a friend to read and i think about if i had something in my hands that could send electronic hilarious videos and messages to people that would have been a lot of fun so that is how gen z passes notes right you guys i mean do you like that's you communicate with your friends how exactly that way yeah i mean if people are in the same room obviously like and it's it's a little different because i mean you can can do stuff with 
with body language and like just like looks. Yeah, I feel like we're very incorrectly depicted in movies in that sense. Like we, we don't all like even if we're all in the same room, we don't just text each other unless it's during class. Then we will. But otherwise, no. I don't know about you, Eric, but I would talk on the phone all the time, you know, and you'd have a long cord and drag it halfway across the house if you could. And do you guys even call each other these days? What do you do? I talk on the phone a lot. I mean, technically, most of the time it's FaceTime. I know that that's a lot different, but like when I'm at school and when I'm at home, I do both. Because when I'm at school, I talk to my friends at home on the phone or my friends at other schools on the phone. And when I'm at home, I talk to people that I can't see at school on the phone. Yeah, it makes sense. Here's a very foreign concept that our, our children, I don't think will ever realize is that we used to pay for phone oh, usage yeah. by the minute. Like if you called somebody outside of your zip code or your area code, excuse me, you would pay per minute. So if oh. I needed to call New Jersey to call a friend, I had a Sprint account and I, after nine o'clock calls were free. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I never called anybody until after nine o'clock. Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like that on cell phones for a while where any calls after nine were? Yes. I, that and the weekends. So yeah. So before there was unlimited. What was the purpose of having the... Because cell phones. Gosh, you're old, Dad. That's how so. <laughs> that's how cell, cell phones companies made money. Is that if you need if you made phone calls during the during the the normal business hours, they would charge you like fifty cents a minute. No, no, no. I don't. I don't understand why they would just give the weekends for free and nine o'clock for like theoretically. Like, why? What was? It was just a promotion. It made, it made it it made it sound like you know you could have your evenings and weekends free and not everybody took advantage of it now us frugal people i know you would call me cheap but uh, i i call myself frugal uh, we would we would wait till nine, you know 901 and bam that's when we would make all of our phone calls yeah oh absolutely sorry Gra- <laughs> sorry to wake you up grandma but it's the only time i could call when we were in junior high, did you, Ted, have to take home ec class? Oh, yeah. Was that like an option or did you have to take it? Uh, we had to take it. Okay. Really? What, what did you do in home ec? I'm, I'm curious. We had to take it we also. Take we had to too. take home ec as well. So did I. What did you? Well, we learned how to bake cookies and then we had sewing class What'd and I made sew? a corduroy <laughs> set pouch. Nice. Do you still have it, Ted? Probably. He probably does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, red, we, red, white, need, and blue stripes. Oh, we wow. need we need a photograph of that for the book. I still have my thing that I made in home. You didn't have to take home there. I made I sewed a I sewed like a like a little knapsack thing, and I yeah, still I have that too. That's what I called it too. Only I put my cassettes, my quote unquote cassettes. No, no, no. I'm I sorry. I'm no, sorry. Really what did, did you I had cassettes your... and stuff in there? People, what did you? Stuff? Everybody on the other cassettes. end. Started, What's a cassette? <laughs> That's that thing on Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Cassettes are coming, making no, it know. Back now, actually. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second here. So, I'm sorry, what did you keep in your man satchel again? Your man satchel. Man. That, one's that really was knapsack. It doesn't have a gender. It's a knapsack. Uh, well, for Ted, it does. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Man satchel sounds a little obscene. Yes. I'm not sure I can go with yeah. that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. Does no. it really? Does it, it really bit. sound obscene? Does yeah. it really? Why? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, my corduroy Look. man bag. <laughs> oh. Your merch? No. Oh, that's I'm too- out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
that's enough for one day. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I had to actually everybody go around and say, so I'm going to go next. So I had to make, we, so we made things like um, sherbet for food and then we had to sew a skirt. Yeah. We had to learn how to sew and we had to cook and yeah, I we, learned how to be independent. I was telling Emmy once we found these film strips that they used to show in class and we took them out of the canister and we took one of the pins when we were sewing and we poked all the eyeballs out of the people in the film strip. <laughs> So that the next time somebody used the film strip, <laughs> everybody, everybody, that's horrifying. horrifying. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is. Oh. That's pretty well, that's it. There's, there's a a, 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 a huge difference, right? So we had film strips, mm-hmm. and we had, we actually had um, big reels uh, of movies. Oh, so there yeah. was, I mean, only, only when I was probably in late high school that we had VCRs and and actual laser you know, discs. discs. Yeah, and all that. Oh, stuff. we had uh, we had VCRs. Like we would watch, like uh, really, like and I remember in sixth grade that was very common. Where you'd wheel the big the wheelie, the wheelie team. Yes. Yeah, gym class. You know you're about to watch something good when that comes out. Now they call it home and careers, right? You guys? Yeah. Think about it. There's no actual economics in the class, so it's kind of weird to call it that. Yeah, economics. What did you do? Really? We learned how to balance a checkbook and yeah, we had so to make like a fake like that was like the only economics. Oh, lucky! I don't remember. It, it was though. in sixth grade, so I don't remember anything that I did, and I was not prepared to do life as a sixth grader. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they make us do at such a young age. We were doing college prep. We did college prep in eighth grade. We had to like make a fake college application or whatever. Uh-huh. And we had to like choose the college in eighth grade. Like, how am I supposed to know? They had to do yeah. a full on resume, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I had to like plan out my entire life, basically senior year in economics. And that was really stressful because it was just like, like, why are they putting all this unnecessary pressure for us to choose these things? And like, yeah, I don't know why home and careers made us do that in sixth grade. They really should have made us balance the checkbooks later because I do not know how to, I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't remember how to balance checkbook. That. I think that should be a standard high school class, day-to-day nope. economics, you know? Yeah. Graham, what did you do in home and careers? So in sixth grade, we did a lot of, we learned how to sew a button on a something. We made the little oh. rice thing uh, you put in the microwave. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, like I still thing. have mine. Do, do we both? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that like a heating pad? Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. I didn't know how to describe it. Yeah, has, yeah, Ted um, actually used grams, I think, after he had wrist surgery, right? Yeah, yeah I wow. vividly remember making cookies a lot. We had to do a very detailed analysis of what we thought on it, and we got graded very critically on not our actual baking skills, but what we thought of. There was nothing was from scratch. It was always from, you know. I know. Um, I thought that you guys made funfetti cookies, and I thought that's that what it was. you were kind yeah, of that, robbed and, of the chance to measure ingredients and um, do something really, scratch. Yeah, you, you take the cooking and baking part out of cooking and baking you're essentially just it's like one step away from microwaving food oh we did do that we made mug cakes mug cakes are cool mug cakes are at least something you can take with you to college that's a great invention mug cakes are so good they really are so all right what did everybody in your household do in home ec or home and careers or whatever you called it well i remember sophia and i each had to do a cooking project i remember that pretty vividly because 
we had to plan out a meal that was and a then really long thing I know and then we had to take pictures and like write all the recipes out and like describe how we did everything um and it was fun I remember like mom being in the kitchen I think that I did I think I did shrimp scampi for our oh, family. Wow. We're coming over to your house. I know that's fancy. Yeah, it was it was really nice. And we all do you remember that, Dad? I do, I do. So that yeah, that was a whole scenario. And I think we had to, didn't we have to write something? I think the yeah. people that ate. Oh, ate yeah, the meal. I think you had to like write a review about we, yeah, it. Yeah, we it actually was, had to write. It was oh, very involved. Yeah. yeah, it was a whole. It was, it was unnecessary. It was <laughs> a whole start. It was it was a whole start to finish. Like yeah. they they weren't allowed to have any help. Didn't you look at those pictures? Yeah, we were looking. We found we had oh, to make find we pictures? pictures and like document it and like. Wow. We had we hmm. were going what through them on make? the computer. I made like sausages. That was the only thing I had to have help with is that I didn't at that time know how to use a grill. Okay, so I made like fair. sausages and like macaroni salad and stuff. Yeah, it was like going. To, it was like the little like at the time it was like the either the Anna or Sophia restaurant. Oh, cool! And yeah. and, and we would all, we all sat down and uh, enjoyed the meal together. We got served. It was uh, it was quite nice. Yeah, you've been served. Cool. By the way, I I did none of this, so I, I somehow I successfully nav- navigated around the home economic scenario. Think of how much you would have I, learned. I, I did spend I did spend two days in woodshop mm-hmm. um, and then uh, completely before you got kicked out. No, you know what? It was so boring. And oh, you dropped woodshop. I did. I dropped wow. it. Yeah, I, I, I literally. Grade. Oh, I was I was in like tenth grade or whatever. Uh, I was like, we were like we had we to had to take tech careers. It was so tech. 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 tech was where tech was. I was yeah, I thought you were, that's woodshop. what I thought you were talking about. We took tech too. It was. Yeah. I was so thankful. Also stupid. Tech was rough. We got we got yeah. into the class and they were like, we're gonna make like a salad bowl and a <laughs> bird cool. and, and yeah. a birdhouse and and I'm like. I, I literally i after the first the first uh uh class quitter. i was just like uh yeah I, I, you can call me a quitter all you want <laughs> it was so bad okay. it was so bad so somehow i got out of it i don't know because well what happened was i had moved from another school to this new school in, in at the end of 10th grade and i think what happened was is i had so many credits from the other school that they were like yeah he's kind of already taken it when i and i really hadn't okay. so mm-hmm. i was like and I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to raise my hand and go, yeah, I really want to take this. So I think I had a study hall and hashtag, and winning. hashtag getting out of that nonsense. Was, <laughs> yeah. So, but my, you know what? I have to give a lot of credit to my mom. She taught me how to sew and she taught me how to bake and, and I, she taught me how to, she, my mother really taught me all these things way before yeah. class showed up. So I could balance a checkbook. Remember in the days when we would, when, when we opened a, a bank account, we, they gave us a bank book, right? And you yeah. actually had to physically go in and then they would stamp, they mm-hmm. would give you a stamp on the date and then you would hand write in how much you deposited or took out. Right. And you had, and you had to do the, the math in front of you. Like it was, otherwise you didn't know how much it was. And you, there was no, like, you know, I, Sophia just in the mail today got a, a statement that they actually send her a statement so she can check it against her charges. We never got any of that. I mean, that well, wasn't part of the process for us when we were kids well we didn't have debit cards we didn't have credit cards i mean you mean a charge plate as my grandmother would call it oh they were charge plates and they'd put it on that little thing that had yeah yeah, and they'd slide it left to right and it would leave an imprint of the credit card yeah 
Yeah, that was yeah, there was no machine than credit card. That sounds intense. That noise was scary. They would take out this machine. That they, when we remember when you would go to the store when you were a kid, and they would take out this thing and they would plop it up on the counter. Yeah. And then they would put a they would put a uh, they would have to put a piece of paper that was like in triplicate. It had, had like, carbon, yeah. Carbon paper, and then you'd put the plate on it, and then you'd put this paper on, it, and then it would it had the it. it, it it had rollers over yes. it, and, go, and, yeah. then, and then it would make an imprint, and then they would have to <laughs> handwrite in exactly what you bought, right? And then you would sign it, and then they would give you this carbon this copy. So tedious. It would give you this carbon copy that nobody could read. It was like it was so like right. It was so not really. It was a just, copy. I don't get how you paid for it. It was just one big blue blur. They would send you the bill, but you would have to then uh, like rectify it against this carbon copy that nobody could read. <laughs> right, right. Yep, sounds right to me. Let's pay it. Be thankful that you're in a technology age where that all that stuff is kind of streamlined. Um, but there was something nostalgic about going to the store and actually physically paying cash. Like you would, when I was a kid, we would save up to buy something and we would walk in the store with, you know, a fistful of $41 bills to buy that $32 yeah. thing. And, you know, and then somebody would manually figure out how to, how to add the tax to it. And then, you know, they would give you this handwritten receipt. You guys said, you guys have no idea what that was like. I did all of that except actually buy anything. I, I would save up a ton of cash. I just never went out to the store and brought a fistful of it up to the counter. Like I never, never bought anything. We were talking recently about things that are sort of acceptable now that weren't acceptable, I think, when we were kids. And I just, I wonder what everybody thinks about this. He was talking about how flipping somebody the bird, what does it mean to you? <laughs> what does it mean to Gen Zers right now? Well, Anna's got well, a great story here. So go ahead, Anna. So I literally am driving home from work and I'm just going and this guy's going slow. So I'm just kind of going slow behind him and he's taking forever to get into the other lane. And so I'm just doing my thing and he gets in the other lane. He flips me off as I'm driving by and I didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, cool. Some <laughs> old guy just flipped me off <laughs> at the end of the workday. I'm like, whatever. So mm -hmm. yesterday I come home again, doing my thing in the same spot. The same thing happened. Was and I swear, no, it wasn't the same guy, but I swear I didn't do anything. I don't understand. It's like, I just feel like it doesn't, it doesn't really mean what it did. I feel like it's just kind of petty in a way. Uh huh. And it just, I don't know. It was weird because that usually doesn't happen to me. So it's really funny that, that this is the topic that's being brought up. I, right I've actually had a bunch of angry people flip me off on the road. I'm not sure if I should start to have some self-reflection here. <laughs> But uh, one time I was, both kids were with me. I got a flat tire approaching the mall and I thought, oh, this is, oh, a, yeah. this is a dead flat tire. I need to get off this rim before I ruin it. So I, I pulled into the nearest parking lot and I pulled over on, it's like an outer row that you can drive around that's outside of a parking lot. Oh, you weren't so, even in the parking lot. No, I wasn't no. in the parking lot, it, but it wasn't a main road. It was the like access road that goes around the parking okay. lot. Does that make sense? So I, I, I pulled right up under a tree because it was 80 billion degrees out that day. And I needed to be in the shade because I knew I'd be sitting there a while. And I, these men were going by and flipping me off. <laughs> you know, so one guy pulled up next to me and flipped me off. And I'm like, what gives, buddy? And I'm like, I have a flat. Oh, do you need help? I'm like, yes, you're the gentleman I'd like to have help me. Yeah. like That sounds fantastic. Come on over. 
Did you have your flashers on? I don't think I did because I think I felt like I was going to be there so long. I didn't want my battery to go dead. Hmm. It was during the day. It was during the day. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't anybody's way, but anyway, I've had angry people flip me off, but I noticed that uh, I've seen pictures of kids flipping off the camera and I understand that it just means something different these days. Tell me about that. I don't think it's taken like as seriously, like as it was. I, I feel like it's kind of just like a gesture people use, like again, like when they're frustrated kind of for like a petty reason um, or like they think it's like they think it's just kind of funny, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't really do it. Like I have no reason to. Well, I mean, you had a reason to on the way home today. <laughs> Hello to you too. <laughs> so, so I have a question then. So, so uh, this is to the um, the Gen Zers in the group. So, if your friends were just joking around and they they showed you their middle finger, you wouldn't be offended. No, 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 not at all. I don't. No, I wouldn't be offended. I feel like back in the day it was like really offensive. Yeah. But like now yeah. it's just I not. Mean, now it's like, kind of like angry at you, and they you could tell they did it on purpose. But like if if you're like, if nothing is like wrong, then no, I wouldn't be offended. So Ted, so Ted, y- you and I probably grew up in the same, in, in, in the same mindset that like, that was like almost taboo. Like you, you, you never would do that. Flip someone off just for the sake of flipping them off. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> I, think you, I think you woke him up. <laughs> no, no, he's awake. <laughs> no, I was quite good at it actually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, no, if my by the way, if my if my mom or dad ever caught me doing that, I, I would have been banished to the basement for well till I was fifty. Yeah, so just a few years ago, <laughs> my mother would have shot me through the roof. Well, guess who I learned it from? What was the word you used in in the last episode to describe a basement? The under something? Oh, the undercroft. Yeah, that's the basement of a church. Yeah. I know, but it needs to be every basement. The the undercroft? Yes. yes. And I, I would have been banished to the undercroft. Yeah. Yes. Actually, my mother would have sent me to church. Yeah. And to confess my sins. And then and then when the priest had said, You need to spend the rest of your life in the basement of the church, my mother would have been like, Yeah, he deserves that. Yeah. So I need the Gen Zers to talk about cuss words. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. First, wait, 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 wait. First of all, the word cuss is just, I think is very, is funny. Like I, like I should be banging my cane saying no cuss words. Is that, are that what Don't you dare cuss at me, young whippersnapper. <laughs> what? Like a curse or a swear word? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, cursing is a little different. Cursing is like um, using the Lord's name in vain or using a bunch of other words that we're not allowed to say, obviously, but. Yeah, I think, I, think it's, I think it's interchangeable. There's a big difference between um, a curse and a slur. So I'm yeah. not okay with slurs whatsoever, but I'm pretty comfortable with, with curses. Um, like I'll, I'll, I'll swear around my friends sometimes, like I'll text it sometimes, but I'm not okay with slurs just because I've had too many people close to me be very, very hurt by slurs. Yeah. So, um, a slur, slur, it would be like, you're calling somebody a name, right? Yes. Um, But it's more than that. It's, um, it's, it's what comes with it, the history behind it, et cetera. It's like, it's very like personally, like. It's derived, like, a, like it's very direct. It's a lot le- it's a lot more custom and personal than a swear word. Gotcha. Mostly it's mostly targeting those in the BIPOC community as well as the LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus yes. 
community. Mm-hmm. So many slurs started out um, just as people going against those things. So mm-hmm. that's like the main reason why I'm not okay with it. And, mo- and most people are not not okay with slurs, I feel like, especially especially in Gen Z. Yeah. Right, right. So back in the day, swear words and slurs sort of had the opposite, exact opposite role they do today. Swear words were off limits, but a lot of people were very open with being, you know, bigoted and using slurs. But nowadays, those are our cuss words. We use swear words more openly, casually, more frequently, but we do not condone slurs. I don't know when it happened, how it happened, but it, it has, they've switched places. Do all the Gen Zers agree? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, do. I think that that's that's really accurate and something that I haven't really thought about in depth until until right now, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think some things were, I'm going to say slurs, mm-hmm. were just sort of accepted years ago mm-hmm. as what you called someone or something. And there wasn't much thought put into... I was just know, about to say that. Yeah, what it really meant to that individual or or groups or whomever. Not like anybody ever asked them. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice change that that's become a realization that, hey, that's not okay. Yeah. I want to talk about cancel culture. How do you... Ah. So Gen, oh. Gen Zers oh. cancel people. Let's talk oh. about canceling people. There are so many different angles because it is all so subjective. I believe that there are some instances where not necessarily cancel culture is needed, but a wake up call is needed. Um, And there's other instances where cancel culture just does not make any sense. So that wasn't, you know, that clearly wasn't really much of a thing back then. And I, I I know you, uh, you Gen Xers are going to get into that, but it, became pretty common i'd say when the me too and times up movement started i but it wasn't called that then that was a you know i think that name must have come from twitter that's mm-hmm. uh about two three years old and within the last yeah year mm-hmm. uh, like anna said it has become very very common and people are people are getting more quickly canceling people for smaller and smaller things i was curious about how you were talking about canceling celebrities Oh, yeah. Well, if they did something 20 years ago that now is considered either inappropriate, unacceptable, or they, or they said something along those lines, they would be canceled, which in common terms translate to being shunned from functioning society. And you would sort of be looked at as an outcast because of your wrongdoing. I feel like once a story comes that is unsavory in some way, boy, are the tides are quick to turn. Yeah. The more famous you are, the more likely you are to get canceled more quickly, if that right. makes sense. Right. What is the I mean, general, I mean, that sounds really harsh. It is harsh. It, it like, is. Like, it's kind of just the opposite of, of adoring fans. It's, it's the exact, it's kind of the exact opposite. And I mean, unless there is a legitimate reason that people should not be supporting someone, as in th- there have been multiple sexual assault cases over the past year by several different very well-paid people, whether they be actors or singers, etc. Um But yeah, I feel like the things that people are getting canceled over are just becoming smaller and smaller. It's like the things that we should be worrying about, like are not being worried about at all. And it's just like we're minuscule things that people are picking out just for entertainment. Yes. Like exactly. sometimes people like on the internet get bored and they just search and they like find some stuff that some celebrity did 40 years ago and they're like hey you know what let's bring it back up that's become a thing in student bodies people will just get bored and start making up stuff yeah, and, and just maybe dig that... up stuff from the past <laughs> yeah so it's not just celebrities anymore 
So what's different, I think also too, is not only the way that Gen Z receives information, but the volume of information that is available to them is just so significantly different than when I was a child or when Absolutely. I was we used to look at things like the world, the Britannica, uh, you know, or world encyclopedia, encyclopedia yeah. as being the end all to end all um, resource for any information that you needed. Well, and oftentimes it was. it was at the time, but even then, even if you got the most updated printed version, it was already outdated by the time it got to you. Right. So we just didn't have the turnover of textbooks and of internet resources that you that you all have or, or if you talk about this whole scenario of what i would consider to be uh internet hate mail which is hey we're going to shun somebody for something that they did 20 30 years ago in, in our in our world that would take months to happen in your world it takes seconds yeah, um true. which also you know it begs begs the question is too much information a dangerous thing yeah, oh, for sure. because now all of a sudden everybody gets high and mighty on their horse, which is how dare somebody do that 30 years ago when you have to put into the perspective that 30 years ago, we didn't have this information at our fingertips. You remember when the Internet first came out and you heard that it sounded like P3PO? Yeah, the dial up. Could you do it again? No. Only if you ask nicely. Um, no, I mean, it, it's crazy to think. And now I see people in their in, in the store screaming at their phones because they only have two bars and they're in their internet. I, look, I get frustrated when the internet is slow. And, and, and I think to myself, what's going on? The world is against me. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a second. I do have to take a step back and remember not all this information was ever available to everybody and still isn't. And There's, it's 50% of it isn't even correct information to begin with. Yeah, we can skew anything we want to skew, I guess, is the other story. Wait a second, I hear some dialogue. I hear the that, dialogue that, thing. Yeah. <laughs> or is that Emmy joking with us? It's Ted cranking up his old computer here. I'm dialing into there oh, it is. Eric there online. It is. <laughs> nice. Eric.com. You know, if there were one thing I could, I could remove, I wish I could get rid of, I just feel like everybody presents this perfect life online and it's become like part of the landscape. And yeah. I just feel like what we're seeing that gets posted online really isn't always reality based and makes everybody do a lot of comparing of themselves to whatever they're seeing. And I don't know, I just think it can yeah. get a little oh, shallow right. and a little ugly, but For sure. however, that's been around in a, you know, a less macroscopic form since the 1960s with, you know, with television advertising, because perfect families, perfect lives, the, yeah. you know, the ideal standard was has been presented that way. However, it has never been to the degree that, you know, you're talking about until uh, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Everybody's so, trying to outdo each other. Everybody's, I mean, everybody's always yeah. kept up with the Joneses. It's but like it's, the digital uh, that, that was what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. But it, now it's the digital version of keeping up with the Joneses. You know, what I thought it's was really lot. interesting is over dinner, we're always talking about how all the Gen Zers, actually it, everybody these days, their face is always directed down at their phone. I mean, in class, rooms, in traffic, unfortunately, in stores, sitting at the dinner table, anywhere you, you look, th that's what everybody's doing. 
But Graham, tell them about the picture you pulled up from uh, a subway or the bus or train or something. Yeah, I believe this was from the 1920s. And I, of course, this is a podcast. I can't pull it up. But, uh, we'll put a picture up. Um, you know, everybody being antisocial, staring down at their own form of call it mobile communication is new. It's not since long before that, since the printing press was invented, been finding ways to distance themselves from others and place themselves in their own little world of what, you know, the information. They had their noses in the newspapers. Yes. So it's not just a recent thing. Yes. No, people go on the subway and they just ignore each other. Everybody's glued to their phone because they're afraid somebody's just hey, going to, you know. I've got news for you. When I rode the subway in the 80s, I always had a book. I didn't want to look at anybody. I didn't want to exactly. talk to anybody. <laughs> I brought a book. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wanted to get into their own little world. Exactly. How about yeah. you, Eric? I'm a chatter. Hey, how you doing? Your shirt looks really nice today. <laughs> Yeah, dad is definitely dad is definitely the person that is going to be the one to talk to the person that doesn't want to be alone and just standing there just doing their thing. Just trying to live their life as dad's just like, hey, (laughs) so so this is the way that my children view me. Is that I'm, Sometimes, I, yes. I'm the guy, I'm the guy, by the way, at the supermarket who turns to the person behind me or in front of me and, and comments about something. Hey, Eric. Do, yes. It's not just your children, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I, I learned it early on. My grandfather was like that. Uh, my grandmother was like that. They, it, I, I learned it early on. They, they, they tried to engage with people, not because they needed to know what was going on, but just to say hello and good day. And that's what they do. It's quite wholesome. And it, and it, and it is refreshing. And, you know, it, you know it, it doesn't have to be fake. I oftentimes get accused of making, uh, trying to joke around with people just because I think that the world needs more laughter. Yeah. I like to compliment people on either uh, something they're wearing or, uh, you know, whatever. I love complimenting people. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to get a compliment. It always makes people happy when you compliment them. So why not? Well, nice. just going back a little on a tangent to the to the perfect social media thing, I definitely resonate with that just because I'm on I'm on social media all the time for work, for school, for personal life. And I think that there is a really fine line, especially with creators for putting out content that's not only authentic, but that's also going to please people. Because I mean, let's be real, if a lot of if a lot of us just posted our day to day life, I mean, like, not, not everyone would be that thrilled or that enthralled or that excited to keep on keeping on. But I mean... I mean, creators are doing it and yeah. it, does, it does look really perfect sometimes. And like, I do find myself getting sucked up into that. Oh, like I want to look like this and put out this content and get this many followers and stuff. But, but at the same time, I mean, like everyone is, everyone is trying to do that. So it's, it, it's hard. It, it definitely is hard to go on social media and to not, not get sucked in. Yeah. To not get, to not yeah. get in. Well, it was designed to be addicting. I mean, that's yes. Yeah. Well, watch watch the social dilemma, and you can yes. uh, you, you, you'll you'll figure it out pretty quick. Hey, I noticed that '80s fashion seems to have made a comeback. Gen yeah. Z. What, what say yeah. you, Gen Zers? It's awesome. Well, except the neon. I hope. Yes. '80s supremacy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, like an example. I mean, listen, we love we love the chunky vintage. We love the big jeans. We love the big shoes. It's coming back. Records are records have been back for a while. Yeah, it, it's kind of just cool. And it's Gen Z is always about the new, even when it's not the new. It could be the old that it's is the, the new. Man. But as long as it's the different new, it's the new. Yes. We embrace change. That's Oh, that's another big thing is the closer you get to Gen Z, the more and more generations seem to like em- embracing change because Gen X and everything yeah. before seems to really like their tradition. Yeah. <laughs> old people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I. that's why I said Really, no, no. Old people are like so set in their ways. Like, Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Literally. First off, what is it with old people and specifically molasses and oatmeal raisin cookies? Oh, I can't. I- <laughs> <laughs> like, why like it's so specifically molasses and raisin that old people get all the time like like what is it about me what is it about it do y'all know chocolate chip cookies exist (laughs) exactly branch out there's better stuff to life than literally like like, there's brownies there's brownies there's cake truffles like there's so many different things they're not even good oatmeal raisin and go to bed (laughs) i need to go to bed <laughs> Go eat your dinner at four o'clock and sit down, please. Exactly. Uh, the blue hair special. Get back in your Buick LeSabre and go have your molasses oatmeal cookie. Back to art. Go to sleep for six get, hours. Get, wake up in yeah. the and do nothing. Yeah. I have a story about old people, though. Oh, God. Here we go. So, no, I used to, like, work in a retirement home, and, like, all the old people, like, I used to, like, serve them dinner, and, like, that's something they're very particular about. So, like, this old woman, every day for dessert, she would have one singular orange, you know? We would have, like, ice cream and, like, you know, cakes and stuff, and she would have an orange every night, and I'm like, girl, you want to branch out? And she's like, no. Like for what? There's it's an regular honey. (laughs) For what? (laughs) Yeah, like there's no benefit to like ordering an orange every day. Mix it up with some prune juice, honey. Before you like, you know, expire. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. (laughs) That was lovely. All right. I have a confession. Okay. I used to find raisins baked into anything to be the most vile substance texture everything about it i will knock somebody down for an oatmeal raisin cookie <laughs> it is definitely- i don't think oatmeal should be in a cookie i think i think mm-hmm. oatmeal is weird it's I- acquired it's not oatmeal it's just oats I but think it's- oats- yeah okay oats are just weird they're, they're old people food <laughs> Is yeah. that like because it's old people food? It is. Like, I, I, I cannot wait till my children are old. <laughs> right? I'm so never going to like oatmeal. Wait till you're <laughs> old. It's not going to happen. Okay. Yes. I don't get It's just like mushy mush with sometimes maybe sugar on it. Oh. Maybe some cinnamon that sugar. That is porridge. I'm going to hang it so Yeah, fierce. what is up with porridge, man? <laughs> first, first of all, by the way, hold on. I'm gonna leave the house only, as a box of oatmeal. Only, only old people call it porridge. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah, like yeah I know. That's a kid's book. Scottish <laughs> people call it porridge. Honestly, I don't think oatmeal raisin cookies are that bad, but I do think oatmeal just like itself, like I, I, there's no appeal to me. Like it's mushy. It doesn't taste good. 
you can't add anything to make it better. You just eat the stuff up top first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's <wall laughs> paste. It just gets worse as you wow. go on. Exactly. <laughs> this is now becoming the what food I hate to eat show. <laughs> Yes. All right, I've got to go way, back. To, I got to go back to fashion. Oh, go ahead, Eric. Hey, I have a question. Well, by the way, when they, in true form, their, when they come in to buy their oatmeal cookies, do they wear their members-only jackets? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. With a, with a trucker hat. We should have seen. Look, I wish I had every concert T-shirt and everything. I'm, I'm not proud of what I used to wear. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it would it's be not, in. Ted. People would be buying it and wearing. Really, it you think they're going to be buying a quiet riot shirt? Really? Totally. Yes, yes, actually. In his tough Ten. People Ten. love to wear Nirvana shirts. I don't know Ten. why. Well, Nirvana. People who have never heard any of their songs love Stop. to wear it. Yes. Oh, dude, I, I wish I had. I wish I had all my my Talking Heads, my B fifty twos, my my Quiet Riot, um, Bauhaus. Uh, I love seeing uh, young teenagers wearing a Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon t-shirt. Oh, I that's know, also the, very common. Yeah, my favorite thing is like watching kids my age wear like Def Leppard shirts and I'm like, name name somebody. Right, name a song. In the band. <laughs> yeah. One-armed drummer. Um, yeah, uh, actually uh, the best was um, <laughs> the the, when, you see, when you see kids that are like 11 years old wearing a Dead Kennedys t-shirt. Oh, yeah. And they have no idea who the dead Kennedys and, are. Yeah. In the 90s, I used to wear Birkenstocks with socks, right? And somewhere in the mid-2000s, I finally sent them off to Goodwill or somewhere. And like, what, it was a year or two later, I find out my daughter wants a pair of Birkenstocks. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I just got rid of mine. And they're cool again. So I guess I should have... Oh, did they ever lose coolness? I don't... I think they did. I mean, they, they carried like a dork factor for a couple of years in there. And I'm like, that's time. I to can't imagine that. I just had mine repaired like for the third time. Yeah, but yours are cool. <laughs> are those Birkenstock brands? Yeah, those are Birkenstock. Oh, yeah, what those about those Doc Martens? Became lame. There's just Doc Martens are like very hot. Doc Martens like never lost their coolness. Yeah. yeah, I think they no. only got better. Their time. Everybody all over the world has always been wearing them, but they're crazy popular among Gen Z. Yeah. Oh yeah. Almost everybody I can I can think of Sunny, has Sunny with a chance. Sunny with a chance did the bring it back socks and sandals episode, and after that the sales went up. I don't oh, know really? if that's no, I don't know if that's true actually. But it would be funny I'm if it was. Spread false information. No, I'm serious though. In like the mid 2000s, when Sunny with a chance was on, they did a skit about socks and sandals, and I remember I I clearly clearly remember watching that. And after that, that's when it that's when it started to go. I, I wear my I wear Berkies all the time. No. Are those the funky colored ones you got at some like discount thing? Yes, I bought them at Century 21 in in Manhattan. I Your love those. Thing. They're actually Birkenstock brand. Yeah, they're called Berkey's. Century 21. Did you get the uh, the The... really cool mustard yellow blazer with it too? (laughs) No, no, that's you're talking about the real estate company. Different, different story. Let's get back to the 80s, Eric. What do you mean get back? I've I've never left the 80s, Ted. You know that. Hey, I have a question for all the Gen Zers. Do you feel like Uh, your parents are like we are the three of us? Like I think Emmy was saying how how set in their ways old people are, the old raisin oatmeal loving folk. But I mean, are we set in our ways? No, we're getting there. I mean, yeah, yeah, certain things. Yeah, certain things. Here's the thing. Emmy, I Emmy, Emmy, I love that response. Getting there. I think yeah, that increases great. with age, but overall, generation-wise, that has also been decreasing. So it's like it's both. So yeah, they're probably going to reach that point. I but. just want to. I just want to note for the record that I have, on some occasions, said, 
I think, you know, we're fairly hip as parents go. And Emmy would turn to me and say, uh, the word hip isn't hip. It's not hip. Yeah. All right. Just, just like, you know, a little segue. I think dad's pretty set in his ways. He does the same exact thing every day. Yep. And I'm about to go to bed. He gets up, has the same coffee, goes to the same job, comes home, goes to bed at like nine. And I'm about to go to bed because I just checked my swatch watch. (laughs) (laughs) You're a little past your bedtime, Teddy. No comment, Eric? You know, look. um, I had double swatch watches. I, I still have oh several of them. I have a I have a mini collection. Um, I can't, when wait, when is your basement sale happening, Eric? Because uh, we all want to come to that sale and purchase all of the things. Uh, look, at this point, I, you know what's funny? I, here's a here. I actually was thinking about this. So when we went to the flea market, there was an empty space where somebody obviously had not shown up, yeah. and I honestly thought to myself, if I got all the stuff, all my all my stuff. That like was in remember was it was in yeah. the was in the Wait, fish tank. You cannot sell this. You want to know oh, from your look, kids. Look, not sell that look, stuff. Look, Do you I'm think, know how much time you spent getting that stuff? <laughs> You're gonna throw all that time away. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking I gotta take this stuff down to the flea market and actually make some real money, not this yeah. garage sale money. People would buy it. Look, I think, would. I would fair? show up. We never got to touch the what? stuff in the fish tank. Would somebody <laughs> buy? It's off limits. And it's. And by the way, it still is off limits. <laughs> no, I, you know what? It's funny. I, I, I jokingly say that, Ted, Ted, before Ted, but I, I quite honestly, I, I think the 80s, I still somewhat live in the 80s. I think I'm a pretty cool dad. Am, You're I, to say cool. am I getting older? Yes. Am I a little bit more set in my ways? Yes. But I'm, I'm fairly flexible with stuff. I tried to take the good stuff. You know, look, my parents are, are my dad's going to be 80 this year. And he's really set in his ways. But he really wasn't set in his ways till probably he was maybe mid seventies. Yeah. So you know, at some point I'm going to be there, and uh, and I'm and I'm okay with that, um, because at some point they're going to be my age, and they're going to realize that I was cool and hip at one point. And hip is okay to say, by the way, Emmy. Um, and uh, and 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 it's it's I think it's just a cycle. Um, and as long as you can respect that, you look there. Uh, you uh, at 80 years old, I, I know what my father's concerned about. And he's not concerned about what I am when I'm 50 in my mid fifties, nor, nor is he concerned about when he was 30 years old. He has different things he's got to worry about. And I don't think the Gen Zers are, uh, realize that yet because I, and don't take offense to this. You really haven't had to worry about the long-term scenario. You're, you're just beginning your lives. You're making decisions. You're figuring out who you are or not. That's true. So it's okay. It's okay to be set in your ways. It's okay to go to bed at 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. <laughs> and it's okay to make silly mistakes like that, too. Hey, I just want to say I'm delighted that um, my kids tolerate and sometimes like my 80s stations on Sirius. Well, look, the, the music is still awesome. It's so much better. Awesome. The music is still awesome. Listen, yeah. Sophia and I... I think we'll always pride ourselves on growing up with two parents with with pretty awesome music taste. I mean, yeah. we have a really we have a quite wide range. Yeah, we have a diverse range of of artists that we like from from all of the different decades. And I think that's that's something cool that both of our families have in common is that we're we're all music junkies, I think. So, yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. So, hey, I, 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 I'm one last note about the music. Um, uh, there's nothing cooler than being able to sing 
sing along to an 80s band with your kids and have them know all the words that to me is is cool I, uh, you scared me i thought you were going to make us all do a sing-along oh <laughs> we're not doing that well we could sing particle man uh if you guys want i uh, will totally uh, sing they particle might be giants do your kids graham and emmy do you listen to they might be giants at all um i know Only a couple Coraline. of their hits yes they're oh they're, they are in court Yes, they yeah, are. Yeah, they wrote actually. the entire soundtrack, I think, right? Stop! What? You know, Sadly, like the some song... of them were, were cut, but yeah, the they're... song um that the when like she no. first gets there, like that the other father sings. That's they wrote that. I didn't know that. That's so. Why cool. it's such a banger? It slaps. Yeah, they're coming out with more what? and more new Creepy. music. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I can I I have one final note, and that is I love hearing how everybody describes things so our kids say that slaps that's a banger and we would say that is rad that is what would you have said that's gnarly bitching <laughs> Groovy. Excuse me, bitch, sir? Bitch, that's bitching camaro i still yeah it's like in stranger things when she says it doesn't she yeah, say that so, like, we would say it's, it's i would say it's way cool way cool yeah. It's dope. I say that's dope. I say yes. that's dope. Jesus is way cool. Too, yeah. This is way cool. <laughs> well, this has been awesome and rad. And Jesus is way cool. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. And on that note, thank you for tuning in today. Thank you to all the Gen Zers who showed up today. Yes, thank you. You're so welcome. You're, You're welcome. Thanks for having us. And uh, to the Gen Xers, it is past your bedtime. It yeah. totally is. And it with crackin'. that, thanks for tuning in. And uh, this has been 33 and we're out. Hey, and don't forget, you can find us on social media, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, and on the Twitter. And if you want to send us an email, you can do that. <laughs> but enough about us at gmail.com. That's our email address. Don't you forget it. Bye. Bye.